0: That's a good uh that's a good tweet actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm going to maybe I'm going to steal that actually. Hang on a second. <laughs> Is it no? Yeah, okay. okay.
1: It's Sunday, January first, and this is the Dutch News Op of the Year Christmas Break Special. My name is Paul Peters, and as ever, I'm joined by Gordon Derek. But we are not alone today. We have a very special guest uh, on the show today, and that's none other than Molly Quell.
0: Hello, guys. It's nice to be
1: Ooh. back. Ooh. Wow. I know. Very good to have you back. It's like you've um, only been away. Uh, as you might remember, last year we did uh, also this uh, this special, of course, and you um, uh, proposed to have uh, to, to, to make it an, a tradition for you to come back every year and do the op of the Year special. So uh, it's your own fault that you're here. Yeah, I was no. going
0: to say, I'm not really sure what I was thinking. This was, this yeah. was a dumb move on my part, but here yeah. we you are. Sort of
1: become the,
2: you can become the ghost of Ophef's past. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> i shouldn't suggest ideas but for like yeah. a five-year anniversary episode maybe we should do like a runoff between all of the best all paths oh and wow. conclude yeah that sounds like fun oh, or no, like a... 10 years how long has this Don't... podcast been around for yeah too long
1: <laughs> too, way <laughs> too, too long. long yeah yeah way too it's, just, long. it's
2: it a symbol of how it so felt much. to move on but anyway yeah. Let's move
1: on. So, this is the uh, traditional OPEF of the Year episode. Uh, this is sort of our version of the endless uh, end of the year list that we have uh, in this country uh, every year. Um, and every episode, of course, we discuss the OPEF of the week. Uh, and uh, OPEF is, of course, this sort of tiny uh, media storm that, um, uh, as it happens, seems to be uh, the most important thing uh, in the world. But after a couple of days, everyone has already forgotten about it. But um, 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 yeah, still managed to uh, to uh, uh, dominate the news and the media and social media. Um, I selected. 10 of the best uphefs that we discussed this year. Um, We will discuss them in this episode to refresh yours, but also our very own memories. And at the end of the episode, the three of us uh, will nominate our personal favorite for the uphef of the year election. Uh, And uh, who's that going to be is uh, up to our listeners. Uh, They decide uh, who wins the uphef of the year title. You can vote for your favorite by clicking on the link to the poll in the liner notes. And uh, you can also win a very special prize, the uh, very uh, special one-of-a-kind Dutch News Ophef mug. Uh, and Patreon supporters will have a double chance of, uh, of winning. Um, so, uh, yeah, good luck and uh, uh, please vote. Uh, we want to know uh, w- which, uh, which one was your favorite. Um, do we, but first, do we let's count uh, the let's vote. Is it is, ca- is yeah, it a rigged do we election? We, do we actually oh, okay. count the vote? Do we actually count the vote? Yeah. I mean. Let's try to have an unrigged <laughs> election for once.
0: Sorry, oh. as an American, I'm unable to uh, participate in unrigged yeah. elections. I'm, I'm, I'm not just not yeah, what I'm
2: just worried. Yeah, the, the thing is, if the vote doesn't go Molly's way, I'm worried we're going to have an insurrection. Yeah. Either your house <laughs> or mine, Paul.
0: Uh, uh, I'm not really. Is, we my, can m- I'm not on January sixth. I will stage an insurrection if the vote does not go my way.
1: That's uh, coincidentally <laughs> uh, the day we will return with the podcast. Excellent, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> excellent, excellent timing, timing, guys. Excellent yeah. <laughs> timing. Um. And uh, as ever, we always uh, take a look at the uh, last year's uh, statistics. Um, how many people listened to us uh, in 2022? Uh, that was uh, 183,716 people Jesus. or listeners, I have to say. My goodness. So uh, That's quite a number of listeners. Uh, That's like the sort of
2: population of a medium-sized town. It's like, it? like, yeah. like yeah. Harlem yeah. or somewhere.
1: Yeah or, yeah, or one week of uh, the uh, new asylum seeker arrivals in the <laughs> Netherlands, according to uh, <laughs> the PVV. <pay-f-f-a. laughs> The best listened to episode was the first one of this year, the uh, PowerPoint Breakdown edition, uh, and also uh, where we announced uh, who who won the uh, last year's uh, Opeth of the Year title. Do you rem- remember which one that was?
0: I, first, I have a question. Do you yes? think that the that the Dutch news podcast is like gym memberships, where everybody starts up in January and then like falls off the bus, or is Very, the best I, one listened because of the Opeth of the Year?
1: I, I am looking at the graph right now, and everything suggests that people have been listening to us in the gym, because it falls dramatically after January, and uh, yeah. Right. Uh, uh, so I think you're right. Um, but yeah, the the I, of last uh, year... Not a
0: clue. Do not remember at all.
1: Was it this, was this someone do with Katja Schumann?
0: Plain sex lady? Or was that two years no, ago?
1: No. Katja Schuermann was three years ago. Yeah. Oh, um, three years ago, yeah. yeah it seems yeah, yeah. so recent. Yeah. yeah. It really does. Um, no, last year's op uh was... Uh, yeah. Toilet paper? toilet paper. oh no that's
0: two years ago also yeah god i mean advice. time has lost all meaning basically okay
1: i will give you one hint yes muslim party penis cakes
0: oh my god the penis cake thing was last year <laughs> jesus <fucking> christ <laughs> honestly there's no con- contest if we have a like all pef of five years or whatever for the anniversary because what what could possibly top this story it's so absurd
2: yeah, either that or the nursery sex party. Oh, the nursery sex probably.
0: party! God, <laughs> See, there's so many good ones.
1: They're all coming back. Aren't this they? country, really. <laughs> can you can you quickly summarize what happened if, uh, with the uh, penis cakes, Molly? If
0: I recall correctly, there was a guy who was a I guess a a PVV politician, somebody from like the yes. right wing. He yeah. converted to Islam. He joined a local political party or founded a local political party that was like. Pro immigration or like pro Muslim or pro something like this.
2: This is a is it? Yes. Yeah
0: yeah, 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 yeah. They selected people to stand in national. It wasn't national elections. Yeah. Local elections yeah, it was, it was national, national elections. Yeah. And it turned out that one of the people on their list was a number two. A b- <laughs> I didn't realize it was that high. Well, I guess I mean. How much how much choice do you have really? Uh was a a woman, right, who owned a bakery and as one of the things that she had on offer was to make sort of like penis and boob shaped cakes, I guess for bachelorette parties, like this kind of it stuff. It was a
1: specialization.
0: She oh she specialized in I mean yeah, you know yeah. you it's you need a lot of like forms and stuff I I understand as somebody who's baking a lot of things at the moment I'm sympathetic like once you invest <laughs> in the infrastructure to make a lot of penis cakes you know you don't want you got to get a return on your investment
2: yeah and this is the Netherlands you'll need three years of training and a certificate and yeah. an inspection before you're allowed to bake penis cakes right, right. yeah I mean they yeah. probably yeah. have
0: to get it. I don't know, checked yeah, yeah, out to make license. sure it looks yeah. like a penis and like this kinds yeah. of stuff. And yeah, I mean, yeah, I, you I need simpl- to have a
2: penis cake license in order to bake penis cakes. Yeah. It
0: turned out right that uh, I don't think that the potential voters for this pro-Muslim party were like super pleased with the uh, fact that this woman was a penis cake baker. And that was the awful. Yeah.
1: She was forced to quit and uh, she was uh, taken from the list. So uh, yeah, um, she uh, wasn't elected.
0: Sad. They could use more penis cake baker representation in the Toyota Comer, I think.
1: I thought so too. Yeah. Uh, let's take uh, let's take a look at the countries where we're most uh, popular. Um, Molly, I think you uh, you know you 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 want to guess uh, where where from which country we are most uh, listened to from.
0: If I get it right, do I also get a Dutch news podcast mug? Yes. Okay. It is is it the Netherlands? <gasps> How did you know? Um, it's Mostly it was in the title, actually. That's, that's what gave it away.
1: <laughs> yes, the Netherlands. Uh, and number two is United States. Yeah. Number three, United Kingdom. And number four was last year Canada, but uh, it has been uh, surpassed by another one. Uh, which, which country do oh. you think
2: that is? Would it be uh, Belgium?
0: Belgium. Australia? No, Germany. 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 Wow. I was going to, yeah.
2: to give you our next guess, Germany.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yeah, uh, Belgium is number 11. Uh, Canada yeah. is now at number five. Mm. And um, uh, let's see, which, which what is a controversial country? The Russian Federation, for example. Yes. Yeah. Uh, number twenty on the list, okay. just above Switzerland. And, Interesting. And uh, Molly, Molly, Molly's favorite country is Luxembourg, yes, of course. I'm curious. Uh, number know. twenty-six.
0: Almost, probably, almost all me listening to the podcast while I am in Luxembourg. I suspect.
1: I think so mm-hmm. too. Yes. Uh, and then a uh, little shout out to Ukraine because uh, we are sympathetic with them. Uh, number forty-seven. I can't right. believe there's people.
0: Uh, this country is at war, and they are still listening to this. They're still podcast. listening to our <laughs> news <and these laughs> yeah. podcast. Yeah, I mean, truly, uh, truly and deranged. We,
1: yeah. Yes. And then we can also take a look at the top count. Uh, sorry, the top cities. Um, number one is Amsterdam, of course. Number two, uh, the Hague, and then number three is a very interesting one: Ashburn, Virginia. Oh that is very interesting that is very strange
2: is it like some kind of military base there or something where they're locked in they've got nothing else to listen <laughs> got nothing to nothing else
1: to <laughs> do <laughs> you know, so is a se- there a secret
0: is it like a is it a military base where there's a Dutch contingent maybe like yeah. why else would people in Ashburn, Virginia <laughs> of all places heard of us
1: I don't know. I have some doubts about these statistics, especially yeah. Ashburn, Virginia. The rest right. makes sense, though. Uh, Amstelveen, Utrecht, Nijmegen, Rotterdam. Number nine is Eimoude, which I also have doubts That's about. That's because we keep honest. talking
2: about Zeeslaus Eimoude, right? Yeah. I yes, think so. I think, so, yeah. I think yeah. this it is Eimoude Pride coming through.
1: Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. Yeah. Ashburn is like a suburb of DC. So maybe it's there's a contingent uh. of like people who have A come through the waltz. netherlands yeah. And, are, yeah, yeah and then have gone back to dc <laughs> or something like this maybe it's like the dutch, ha- dutch embassy people are there i don't Could know be. do you have yeah.
1: an explanation for rally north carolina at number eight
0: there's not a lot to do in, in Raleigh. I think. Right, <laughs> that's the explanation. I'm just wondering:
2: is, is there some kind, maybe some kind of insurrectionist government in exile? A whole kind oh, of bunch uh, of FAD supporters have moved out to to an encampment somewhere Would they be listening to us? Yeah.
0: I think it's more likely that Jesus left to start another <laughs> subsection there.
1: Uh, we have, of course, a weird fan base in uh, Minneapolis. This is true. Yes, it's exactly. very
0: strange. Uh, but people. that one is
1: not on the in the top fifty list, and it doesn't go further than that. So I think uh, Minneapolis needs to uh, step up their game a little bit.
0: I may be uh, in Minneapolis in the spring, actually. So maybe really. maybe Ooh. that will increase our Minneapolis listenership. Go and
1: look up our fans. Yeah, yeah. let's hope so. Yeah. Uh-huh. And number number fifty on the list is, and I don't know how to pronounce this, Setagaya Ku in Japan. Okay. Also interesting. If you're listening to us from Japan, please uh, let us us know because I want to know. Tell us why. (laughs) And also if you're listening to us from Raleigh, North Carolina, uh, because it is a little bit of a mystery. Um, And then uh, let's take a look at, uh, we did some predictions uh, last year about which... Topics will generate the most OPEF in 2022 mm. um, Molly you predicted something with a Cape Town flight
0: uh, <laughs> I, was not, I was not correct <laughs> you,
1: was n- you were not correct unfortunately uh, Corona was also one of uh, uh, on the list but yeah that that seemed to have died out a little bit yeah. uh, uh, Cherry Bodaria we have actively tried to, to avoid him on the podcast but still he did manage some OPEF uh, so he, he, he can get the credits but we didn't uh, discuss it too much on the podcast and also Molly this one was uh, my favorite. Your prediction was that uh, Fred uh was uh, being um, uh, revealed to have attended Amalia's birthday party oh. <laughs> during the lockdown. Do we know Ooh, if uh, he
0: did or he did not?
1: He did not, unfortunately. Ah. But oh, I I, I liked the idea of, of uh, having that as a as an op But unfortunately, that wasn't that would the have case. Been great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, indeed. There was a bit so, of a sort uh, of Amalia
2: gate this year, wasn't there? Because um, they didn't watch the football when it was on during her, um, her, birthday, her birthday party, party. last yeah. Yeah, the other week. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. But at least she was allowed to have a birthday party. So uh, yes, yeah. that was good. It was, uh, but that wasn't the case last year. So, yeah,
0: but uh, now it's like less fun to poke fun at her because she has to like live in secured whatever. I feel bad for her. Yeah, now. I think last year I felt sort of like. Yeah, little she, little comeuppance she, for being a bit spoiled, well, and now I just feel really bad for this poor kid. <laughs>
1: She 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 did have a, a trip with a uh, with a Dutch submarine yeah. and she uh, she f- have flown yeah. with an uh, F sixteen so uh, yeah that's probably to compensate for a uh, sort of forced lockdown uh, be- but because of security issues. So, I uh, mean,
0: do we know if yeah. this was a voluntary trip or did they just put her in a Dutch military base and this was how they entertained her while they were trying to protect her from the?
1: They sent her to military <laughs> school to because just- she was <laughs> so. <laughs> She uh, was such a problematic team that the, that was the only option they had yeah yeah uh, who knows
0: No, she's not she's um, not a british royal that's a that's that's what they do to, to those guys
1: that's right yeah
2: yeah, yeah. No, they just get them to make their own netflix series and then everyone bitches about the yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: speaking of which i assume that you have seen gordon this like unhinged thing in the sun about this guy who claims that he was oh, yeah. in bed i like who yeah. how did this get published who allowed this to yeah. happen?
2: It's a, it, yeah, it was, uh, it, was, it was Jeremy Clarkson, the guy from Top Gear. Yes. Yeah. And he said, said he, he, that he hates Meghan on a cellular level, yeah. which I just think... And he uh, lays uh, yeah,
0: awake at night grinding his teeth, looking yeah. forward to the day where she's paraded naked through the street and people will throw fecal <laughs> matter at her.
2: Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's quite I amazing, mean, just good, yeah. the, I, the level and the detail of the obsession of these right-wing pundits I, against I, Meghan I Markle.
0: I mean, I have a lot of shitty exes, and I don't even think (laughs) I have ever had that level of vitriol for, like, exes who have screwed me over. Let alone, like, some person I've literally never met before in my life.
2: Yeah.
0: Wild. Anyway. I can't
2: can't imagine what it is about her that triggers these people, but there's something. Yeah, Yeah. it's true. I really just... just, Just, It's weird that nobody can put their
0: finger on it exactly. What it is about her that's so irritating to a certain... Demographic
1: to certain
2: type of racist, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: let's take a look at uh, the opefs of uh, of 2022. But first, mention uh, a couple of uh, of of still noteworthy ops, but uh, the ones that didn't make uh, the shortlist. Uh, 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 how about the Binnenhof drug deal? Uh, do you remember that? Oops. Binnenhof
2: drug deal? No, I do not.
1: No. Uh, there were some ministers uh, being uh, being uh, interviewed. And in the background, you could see a suspicious guy oh, handing yes. over a brown envelope to one of the uh, ministerial aides. And then he walked into yep. the ministerial building. So, yep. yeah, it looked like a drug deal, but it was probably uh, some piece of uh, a document or something like that. Um My, just how second, about,
0: my Skype cut out for a second. But it, I feel like I didn't miss anything. That was you didn't miss anything. No, not at all. <laughs>
1: yeah. um, how about uh, Theo Hiddema leaving uh, FAD again? Yeah. 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 For the third time, but this time permanently. Uh, The CDA wanting to ban French fries. Um, Oh, yeah. That was was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. That was very good. Yeah. Or uh, the Senate having a very important debate on the state of the rule of law, uh, but uh, that uh, debate couldn't uh, uh, start because the quorum wasn't met. There weren't enough senators present (laughs) in in, in the building. (laughs) Uh, or how about Sigrid uh, Kaag wanting to throw away the princess dog, uh, uh suitcase uh, because that wasn't uh, uh, sustainable enough oh. yeah okay yeah. <laughs> you, you can't remember anything I can't remember it. I don't, uh, don't remember
0: any
1: of that <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah Hema's vegan chicken hot dogs
0: Oh, I do remember this. Wait, yeah, was the, there not one they, from? Is there not one from this week about the Hema vibrators, the Hema butt plugs? What is it that they're selling?
1: There was, uh, there yeah, were, it was a the Hema sex toys yeah. and yeah. butt plugs. Yeah. Butt plugs. Yeah.
0: yeah, but that was not. Yeah, it, a, was it was, it was not an off. That didn't make the cut. It didn't make the final list. Didn't make miss. the cut. No. Yeah.
1: No. Nope. Unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, the, the permanent paintings that were too sexy to hang in the uh, city hall. <laughs> <That's>
0: <laughs> that not yeah. just too sexy that they fucking commissioned and then didn't want to hang in the city hall. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. 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 Brilliant isn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, and I also, uh, this one, I like this one. I asked uh, an AI generator to write an op of the week for next year. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I'm just pressing it now and let's see what it comes up with. Uh, Welcome to the OpF of the Week segment of the Dutch News podcast. In a shocking turn of events, it has been revealed that the Dutch government has been purchasing <laughs> illegal ivory from poached elephants in Africa.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that could <can laughs> be an actual <laughs> news story. This could be this
1: could be
2: an actual news story. Yeah, and then they're going to have to apologize for it, and they're going to oh, make a complete hash of the apology. apology so yeah. And
0: then <laughs> the elephants are going to be mad. Oh my god! Yeah,
2: the elephants <laughs> will refuse to accept the apologies, yeah. and then they will. Yeah, they'll have to fly out to an elephant reserve to <laughs> True smooth, it, smooth things over. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, it it continues. Uh, Environmentalists and animal rights activists are outraged that the news and protests have erupted across the country. The government has defended its actions, (laughs) stating that the purchases (laughs) were made for the purpose of scientific research and conservation (laughs) efforts. However, critics argue that there are other more ethical ways to obtain such materials and that the government's actions only serve to perpetuate the illegal ivory trade. In response to the backlash, the Dutch Prime Minister has announced that the government will no longer purchase illegal ivory and will work to strengthen laws and enforcement and efforts to combat the trade. The scandal has sparked a heated debate about the role of the government in protecting endangered species and the ethical implications of the ivory trade. It remains to be seen how this will affect the government's reputation and relationships with conservation <laughs> organisations. I mean, we know countries. the answer to that.
0: Nothing will yeah.
1: happen. Yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned for updates on this developing story. So yeah, I think I'm out of the job now. Yeah, that's a totally sure. plausible update. Yeah. To yeah. yeah. And yeah, it's uh, uh it does. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, brilliant. I,
2: yeah, I, I like the one about Greta uh, being uh, on, uh, invited onto Yenek to talk about his, his his Saab and his Nokia phone, uh, and it just unfortunately happened to be the day that um, uh, Russia invaded Ukraine. And oh, he had right. that yeah. kind of yeah. George yeah. Bush my pet goat moment where it yes. <laughs> suddenly dawned on him that there was something bigger going on <laughs> going outside on. that he needed to acknowledge in some way.
1: Yeah, yeah. Esther, yeah the Nokia, Nokia phone,
0: the Nokia phone thing wasn't on this. Uh, wasn't on this list. Also. That didn't make the cut the final time
1: no that's right yeah, we, we qualified that as new yeah I think we yeah, said yeah.
2: It, that, that became too big a story yeah. in hindsight to, to qualify yep, as yep, op yep. Yeah. yeah I also wanted to give an honourable mention to one about the uh, the guy who's uh, remember the guy who's uh, expelled from his local Faithful day party because he set up a fake account to reply to himself <laughs> about wolves he's was, he was trying oh, to yeah. um, to spread anti-wolf propaganda uh yeah. on the on, on the Fa on the local faith day account maybe and you're the wolf out. paintball
0: story is my favorite of the year that's yeah. ugh, it's such a toss such a toss up <laughs> we um the the week that the rita phone thing happened i was covering for the associated press and we had this debate about whether or not we were going to do the story at all because like they were like well it's kind of like probably too local or whatever but then the ap photographer was at the Binahoff and got photos of rita like being unable to use a smartphone he has like 10 <laughs> photos of ruta like <laughs> juggling the smartphone and he like can't figure it out and like this whole thing and once they got the photos they're like "Fuck it well now we have to run with this story because we have all these photos of like ruta being unable to like use an iphone basically it was very funny
1: so we uh dive into uh, the best of 2022 Uh, we start in uh, week five um, in Rotterdam where a historic bridge was supposed to be dismantled to make way for a yacht owned by Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos The 450 million euro super yacht was constructed at shipbuilder Oceanco in Alblasserdam, a few kilometers uh, upstream from Rotterdam. And with a length of 137 meters, the ship will be uh, the largest privately owned yacht in the world. And it will also have three enormous masts and... uh, these uh, are the ones that caused uh, the the problems because they are too tall for the uh, bridges in Rotterdam. And for that reason, the shipbuilder requested the municipality of Rotterdam to dismantle the center part of a historic railway lift bridge to allow the yachts to pass through. Uh, And local media outlet RTV Areimond reported that uh, this permission was indeed granted. And that caused enormous uh, upheath because Mm. the railway bridge, uh, locally known as the Hef, uh, which is a nice yeah. uh, uh, echo of op Yeah, So you have half op Yeah, half yeah. op yeah. uh, Jeff, half op <laughs> Uh, It was constructed in 1927 and was heavily damaged during the bombardment of Rotterdam by the Luftwaffe in May 1940, uh, which destroyed uh, the complete city center of Rotterdam. Uh, The bridge was quite literally the first thing that was repaired because uh, of its vital importance and it became a symbol of both the old and the new Rotterdam. Uh, In the 90s, a tunnel under the river replaced the bridge and was turned into a monument and the middle section was hoisted up permanently to allow ships to pass. But yeah, unfortunately, this isn't uh, high enough for Bezos a super yacht Uh, and immediately after the news that the bridge was going to be taken apart came out uh, yeah there was upheath many people wondered why a billionaire that exploits his personnel should be granted these kind of privileges uh, and have a monument dismantled but other people didn't see the problem and pointed at the economic importance of uh, Ercianko for the region they said the bridge will be taken apart only temporarily and that the shipyard and by extension Bezos himself will pay for the entire operation there was also a petition to revoke the permission, it was signed thousands of times, and it was also a Facebook group that was calling on people to throw eggs at the ship when it passed Rotterdam. Um, the have also made headlines across the world. Uh, you could uh, see the story in the New York Times, the BBC, The Guardian, all sorts of places. Uh, but as a result of the outrage, the municipality decided to uh, keep the bridge intact and uh, wouldn't uh, uh, grant this permission to Jeff Bezos. So, um, yeah, sometimes Ophef uh, uh, leads, to, uh, leads to, uh, to to things that uh, are for the better, I think.
2: Yeah. So what has happened now with uh, Jeff Bezos's yacht? Is it still... Under construction, is it? Uh, it is,
1: it but they managed mysteriously to to have it moved to a different place in the port of Rotterdam. So no. it's now uh, it now has open access to the North Sea. I don't know why uh, 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 they haven't come up with this in the first place, yeah. but uh, it's uh, somewhere else in the port of Rotterdam being uh, finalized. So um, yeah, um, 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 there's no need for the for the have to be dismantled. Right. So
2: basically, they sent Jeff Bezos's um, order to to the neighbors, today, <laughs> yeah. which is, I think, yeah. a nice. Uh, <laughs> A nice
1: circular touch. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um yeah, I think th- this is I think one of my favorite ophs because it it involves just so many layers of, of um yeah, of, of fun side op. And uh yeah. I think this this one is my favorite. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think this is good, but I don't think it's as good as some of the ones that are later. So
1: So let's move to uh, the second one, week seven. Um, Dutch singer and celebrity Glennis Grace was arrested with her 15-year-old son for assaulting and threatening employees of a supermarket. Uh, American listeners might be familiar with her name uh, because she was a finalist of TV talent show America Got Talent in 2019. And what was the op about? Glenna's son had lit a cigarette in the middle of the supermarket, after which supermarket staff approached him to tell him smoking wasn't allowed inside, and they politely asked him to turn the cigarette off, uh, which led to a fight. Uh, his, uh, his, her son uh, refused to do that, so he was uh, sort of kicked out of the store. When the son returned home slightly injured, his mother went to the supermarket in anger for an explanation, um, but... She didn't go alone, as she brought along with her four other men, basically a gang, a a fighting crew, um, and uh, the friendly request for clarification quickly turned into a barrage of death threats uh, directed at uh, the supermarket staff and also a second fight. Employees pressed a special alarm button, prompting a quick response from the police. And Usually, that button is only used uh, in very threatening situations, uh, of course. Uh, the group was like arrested. when a gang and of
0: people turn up to inflict justice <laughs> on a supermarket employee, yeah. exactly. yeah. yeah. exactly. for example.
1: <laughs> yeah, when a celebrity turns up with a private mob. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: The group uh, were arrested and they were held in custody for three days, which is uh, yeah, pretty remarkable given the son was only 15 years old. Uh, they were released. Uh, uh, d- 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 they were released after three days, uh, and rumors uh, uh, had it that uh, Glennis demanded a special VIP treatment from the police. Did she demand flowers in her cell and champagne <laughs> and, like. and blue blue M&Ms? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, yeah, she she demanded that she would be brought home uh, uh, by the police in order to shield her from uh, the media, which had uh, uh, which was standing outside the police office, uh, uh, trying to photograph her as she as she was leaving the the station. Um, and in an Instagram post, Glennis Grace denied all the allegations, uh, but uh, and also the incident led to an almost year-long media storm, which ended last month when Glennis Grace was sentenced to two hundred hours community service for um, yeah for the violence and for uh, threatening the staff and also uh, for conspiracy. So um, yeah, she uh, it was uh, quite a severe punishment. Mm.
0: Yeah, I th- I think that this verges for me too far into the uh realm of like actual like seriousness. Although I am deeply curious why this woman just believed her 15-year-old son as teenagers are just like known to fucking lie about everything. So I find it <laughs> I find it curious that she did not like look into this further, but
1: Yeah, we well, she, she was going to look into it further, but uh, yeah, unfortunately she brought this gang with her yeah. so uh, yeah, yeah, that was when it all escalated out of control
0: mob justice yeah. is uh not always yeah. the best way no
1: yeah yeah I do like it though because um, yeah it's it's one of these uh, stories that result in so much uh, side op over the years so uh, th- th- there were all sorts of stories coming out people believed her people didn't believe her then she had this Instagram post denying it and then there were uh, videos uh, security videos coming out uh, yeah basically proving that she was lying yeah. so yeah it was uh, it was a year long of of uh, of popcorn so uh, yeah I think I, I I like this one as well.
2: I tend to side with side of Molly. I think, um, yeah, the, the, there has been a lot of, a lot of entertaining OP-HEF, but um, it did end in a court case and a, and a community service. So uh, I wonder if this isn't too much. The straight has kind of crossed the line into into the realm of news, and uh, we can't really
1: consider it as hef anymore. Uh, if only this fight happened on a flight from uh, from Cape Town to, to Amsterdam. Yeah, and, uh, then it would have been yeah, a different it have been Then it would have been absolutely fine. Then yeah. it would then yeah. it would have yeah. gotten gotten your your approval. I yeah. think. Yeah. Alright, the next one uh, uh, Every Tuesday at 2pm the Tweede Kamer holds the Vragenuurtje or question hour where MPs can ask ministers on pressing issues or current affairs In week 10 Lilian Marijnissen wanted to ask the finance minister how she was planning to deal with the decreasing spending power but uh, Sigrid Kaag was unavailable and instead sent a deputy minister to the Tweede Kamer Uh, This happens a lot uh, when ministers have other uh, important things to do but according to Kaag's official schedule she was in Limburg to give a speech on the EU at Maastricht University. Uh, Marijnissen pointed out that this was strange because ministers are expected to keep question hour free in their agenda uh, in case they get summoned. Um, As I said, there are exceptions, for example in case of emergencies or urgent international business, uh, and a speech on something you're not even a minister of uh, clearly doesn't fall under that. Marijnissen got support from many other opposition parties. They said uh, Kaag's decision to go to Maastricht instead of coming to the parliament was offensive, and they demanded that she would come back to The Hague immediately. Uh, The session was suspended for half an hour by Chair Vera Bergkamp to figure out what uh, what to do. But in the meantime, late-night talk show Op 1 announced in a tweet that Kaag would be a guest on the show that night, uh, talking about declining spending power, the exact same thing she was supposed to answer questions about in Parliament. The whole thing was uh, in the end resolved when Prime Minister Rutte uh, was uh, coming to the Tweede Kamer to answer the questions uh, instead of Kaag. Um, it was the first time the uurtje was split in two, making a parliamentary history, and Bergkamp later sent a letter to the cabinet to remind ministers that, she, that they should pencil hour in their agenda at all times. And uh, there's also an example of uh, two weeks ago when there were three questions going to be asked to ministers, and all three ministers weren't available, they all sent down deputies, and no one better than I. So uh, for some reason, when Kaag does it, uh, it, uh, it sparks uh, more um, attention and more outrage than uh, than with other ministers. I wonder what yeah. that is. I wonder Strange what that. it is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, is it that we think that the problem here was Kach or do we think that the elitist Ronstadt crowd was mad that somebody was doing something in Blimberg and acknowledging it as a part of the Netherlands? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, well I don't yeah. I don't know how to answer this question <laughs> there is there's some
2: truth in both I yes. think uh, yeah but have had form throughout the year hasn't she for, for making speeches about the foreign policy and the European Union and not making very many speeches about finance. Uh, yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, at that the that same works. time, Volker Hoekstra has done most of the, uh, has given most of the public statements about finance and not said very much about foreign policy.
0: It's almost and, like and, and, these two should ha- switch jobs, <laughs> I wonder.
2: <Yeah>. Like <laughs> <laughs> well, they've forgotten that they switched jobs.
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, that was also uh, (laughs) something that tapped into this, right? But yeah, it was also pretty. There's also uh, a lot of complaints uh, from from MPs always that the media get informed before they are right Uh, when there is some news or uh, the the cabinet has decided on some sort of policy issue. Then usually they first bring out a press uh, release and. After that, they sent an official letter to Parliament. And that causes a lot of annoyance by uh, Tweede Kamer members. And yeah, this, is, this was also something that tapped into this because Kaag was going to answer questions on spending power to the media in this talk show later that day and refused to go to Parliament. So that was also a, an, an extra layer in this op, I think. I yeah. mean, maybe yeah. the
0: Tweede Kamer should have better sourcing. That's, I mean... <laughs>
2: That's a yeah. radical idea that'll never get off the ground. Yeah, yeah. I think mean, this is also a rare example of a situation where um, uh, a note by Vera Bergkamp is not the center of the op <laughs> <Yeah, right. laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, it's a singular occasion where Vera Bergkamp did not make the situation demonstrably worse by getting <laughs> yeah, no, involved. She, she
2: actually made the right decision to follow protocols and uh, there was no controversy at all. Shocker.
0: Yeah.
1: All right, the next OPF, uh, this was uh, week 12. Ajax technical director Mark Overmas was sacked from the Amsterdam Football Club at the beginning of February after several female members of Ajax came forward and complained about Overmars' behavior. He had broken uh, unacceptable boundaries and in at least one case had sent photos of his private parts to female co-workers. Uh, the allegation came to light in the aftermath of the scandal surrounding TV talent show The Voice of Holland. Uh, yeah, there was that was in, at the start of January, right this uh, this uh, episode of the YouTube series uh, Bose where Tim Hoffman looked into um, uh, the dealings of the voice of Holland and all the the, the, the cases of misconduct there caused a lot of yeah, OPEF, outrage. Well, we we don't think it qualifies as ophav, right? It's sort of uh, uh, it it became too big to to, to call it OPEF, but it it did lead to a lot of um, yeah side uphevs, I think, and a lot of uh, 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 and th- this this is one of the examples that led from from uh, from yeah. that. This uh, the uphev, however, was that six weeks uh, after Overmars was sacked, it was announced that he had found a new job at the Belgium football club. Antwerp FC Uh, the news of Overmars new job sparked outrage on the internet many people were wondering how female employees at Royal Antwerp must feel and the club's manager Sven-Jacques added fuel to the fire when he told journalists that Overmars quote matched perfectly with the club's norms and standards
0: I mean Uh, it is Belgium this is <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, you got there ahead of me, well
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, Overmars uh, ha- saw his uh, salary uh, doubled in Antwerp uh, and told NOS that he is very sorry about what happened and he- that he wants to uh, go on with his life. Uh, he also said that he also promised that it won't happen again. Uh, but uh, nonetheless, several sponsors announced uh, they were going to break with Antwerp because of the upheav. And months later, the club acknowledged that they had quote communicated poorly. Uh, but said that they had made strict contractual agreements with Overmars to ensure a safe working environment for other staff.
0: I mean, this all sounds very Belgian. I, I just reported on a case from the European Court of Human Rights where a Belgian newspaper was fined by a Belgian court for airing an interview with a couple who had been running for like 15 years a quote-unquote wrestling club at the local high school in which they made girls wrestle naked and made men pay money to wrestle against them and they videotaped this and sold these videotapes the couple agreed to do an interview on television and then got mad because they thought the interview portrayed them badly which and they sued and for defamation and ultimately won and then the european court of human rights was like this is not how this works you will in fact pay this radio station or tv station a bunch of money for fucking this up so yeah this all sounds very belgian to me i think
1: (laughs) to be honest your story sounds more belgian than this one. It's so belgian it's
0: just something that could only happen in belgium really
1: yeah uh, yeah, I think, uh, I, I, yeah, I think Belgium is
2: the place where, where where you would uh, you would go if uh, you, if you were seeking asylum from a country that had expelled you for sending dick pics to yes your your co workers. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, I think <laughs> yeah. I think Gordon's take is the right
1: one on this. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, the op-off of week twenty three was uh, a new chapter in the ongoing saga of the so called horror ministry. Uh, Just to remind you, in 2017, the Ministries of Infrastructure and Foreign Affairs moved to uh, the Rijnstraat 7 building after it was renovated by renowned architect firm but as soon as it opened, public officials came with an endless stream of complaints. The building's climate system didn't work, uh, there were not enough workplaces, and the flex com- concept meant that every morning the ministry employees had to undergo some sort of hunger games to fight for a spot. And on top of that, the designer staircases were extremely dangerous, and multiple public servants were injured after they fell from the stairs because they couldn't see the steps properly. Mm -hmm. Uh, The building was described by some uh, as a horror ministry, but despite all the problems, it was awarded a prestigious architecture prize. Uh, Uh, I don't like to clearly use the word despite in that sentence. Yes. It's not. The <laughs> <laughs> it's not the case that that's the reason they awarded a prestigious <laughs> ar- architecture prize. <laughs> um, you never know with architecture prizes. Uh, to be honest, um, there were also complaints about the lack of privacy because the open floor plan meant workers could no longer have private conversations or phone calls. And a couple of years later, concerns were also raised about the applied floor system safety. As a precautionary measure, meetings with more than six people were no longer allowed. It was forbidden to stack more than half a meter of paper next to printers, and bizarrely of all, dance parties were uh, also banned from the ministry. Um, The building came into the news this year uh, after the Telegraph revealed that the ministry had bought 60 telephone booths to solve the privacy problems and provide public servants with a quiet place to make sensitive phone calls. Uh, This seems like a good solution, but the total cost of these booths was apparently 7.6 million euros, which translates to 127,000 euros per booth. And I have included some Photos of the booth in the script. So um, um, take a look at it and uh, uh, tell me what you think. Uh, but uh, yes, one servant was quoted by the Telegraph newspaper as saying, This is the Kafkaesque icing on the depressing cake that is our building.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, on these booths, I think if Glenis Grace's 15 year old son had had to spend a night in here after, you know, going to Yumbo and, um, and, and, and threatening workers, he would probably have come out and sued for breach of his human rights. And so
0: would have won, <laughs> I think.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think so too but this is there's no way that this should cost 127,000 euros uh, of course and I I was as I was preparing this, this uh, episode I was trying to look into if something had happened if there were some you know if uh, some explanation was given or something but no, I couldn't find anything so uh, it's also Another example of opf, I think. Uh, uh, we're talking about it uh, for for two days, and then we completely forget about it. And this seems to be uh, yet another example of that. I had yeah. totally about But did we not have the, this, um, yes. the yeah, yeah. did we
2: not have the ban on dancing um, as a previous opf in the previous yeah. year? I think so. This yeah. is kind of another yeah. example of rolling continuous opf as well. This exactly. Is from, this is becoming the the, the replacement for the um, you know the opf around the uh, around the fighter jet that uh, yeah. went on for like years. Or the Binhoff so
0: renovation. This is also, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I guess I will put my predictions forward for next year that we will have yet another Allpath that stems from this building situation. I think at least one yeah. will come down.
1: I think so too. Yeah, we, we all expected the uh, uh, uh renovation to cause l- much more Allpath, but it seems to have uh, quieted down a little bit. Um, so yeah maybe Rheinstraat seven will uh, will provide us uh uh some some more op yeah
2: yeah if you want to get a preview of uh, what the next step might be, just look at any kind of m c s a drawing of um <laughs> uh, of, a, of, a, of a building and it, yeah. you you get some idea <laughs> of what the what this place looks like <laughs>
1: I uh I do think that this this one is my favorite I think because it's uh, a continuation of all this uh, this other previous opas I think and also because uh it's uh, it's a nice uh, example of how the government uh, spends uh, millions of euros on useless things and that reminds me of uh, Siebert van Linde and his uh, uh 20 million uh uh face masks that were also very useless and yeah. uh have and need to be destroyed uh, uh, uh soon, I think The op of week 17 came from Amsterdam, which was once again, after two years of pandemic, the epicenter of the King's Day celebration. Pre-corona, King's Day in Amsterdam was traditionally accompanied by images of a sea of orange, hundreds of thousands of people crowded into the narrow streets, and the canals full with boats, um, and uh, on those boats uh, usually people that weren't too sober. Um, To avoid the return of the negative sides of this tradition, because Amsterdam, Trying to sort of clean its image, right? So they are banning uh, uh, prostitution. They are banning uh, 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 coffee shops from the city center, and uh, yeah, this was one of the other yeah, they're ba- examples. They're banning the beer
2: bikes as well, so the you can't now get on well. a bike with eight of your friends complete and get completely, completely leathered. And then cycle yeah. through the city
1: streets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think this overcrowding on King's Day and 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 similar uh, uh, holidays is, is is one of uh, is is another aspect of this uh, 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 of the Amsterdam image they wanted to get rid of. Um, and to avoid a return of the negative sides of uh, the King's Day tradition, uh, the municipality had announced a number of limitations on the celebrations. Uh, people were only allowed to carry a maximum of one item of alcoholic beverages in the city and shops bars and supermarkets were also allowed to sell only one drink per person and on top of that it was forbidden to sell the drinks cold so you could only get a, uh, a hot beer uh, or mm. warm beer uh, the rules applied from 6 a.m to midnight on wednesday and the rules led to surprised and outraged reactions on the internet people wondered why the municipality was taking away all the fun someone commented she uh, wasn't sure w- uh, whether the rules made her cry or laugh and the city was also called by some pyongyang anet eye <laughs> <punk was>, uh, <laughs> that's pretty funny <laughs> very creative uh, nickname for for amsterdam yeah. Um, the rules didn't prevent people from coming to Amsterdam, though, on several occasions throughout the day. The municipality and the police had to call on people to avoid certain areas because it was simply too full. After 5 noticed that uh, most people either weren't aware or ignored the one can of beer rule. And, um, um, yeah, the the outrage... Yeah, it was a little little overstressed because this rule has been in place also in 2018, 2019, uh, 2020, 2021 was, of course, uh, years of the pandemic. So there were no King's Day celebration. But yeah, if people had uh, paid a little bit of attention, then they would have known that this uh, this this rule was already in place for a number of years. Yeah, yeah this but
2: doesn't it just not encourage pub crawls at the end of the day? Mm. If you're only allowed one drink in each bar, you just go to the next bar, right? I mean,
1: yeah, and it's not like Amsterdam
2: sense. is short of bars. So
1: yeah yeah but yeah would you would you do a pub crawl if you could get a warm beer everywhere and not a cold one yeah it, it depends on the beer I mean, he's Scottish, uh, come on yes.
0: nothing is gonna stop yeah. this man
1: exactly
0: so. <laughs> <laughs> this falls into the category of all pef, like the hama children's clothing which like only becomes all because like some weird person on twitter gets mad about a thing
1: that yeah, has already yeah.
0: existed yeah
1: exactly yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and also uh, a lot of people uh um, um used it as a pretext to sort of bitch on uh, Femke halsema yeah. right of the course mayor of Amsterdam, yeah. which is like sigrid kaag always Once uh, again. a target yeah. of, uh, of of a lot of anger yeah. uh, by some people that aren't paying attention yes. Yeah, and during the summer, the overcrowding problems at the Asylum Seekers Registration Center at Ta-Apple spiraled out of control. There were hundreds of immigrants, including children, uh, who were forced to sleep in makeshift tents on the grass outside the center for days because there was simply no place inside. Uh, we saw the Red Cross and Médecins Sans Frontières describing the conditions at Ta-Apple as inhumane, and they had to come into action to provide food and shelter for the people uh, who were staying there. Uh, the st- terrible situation did lead to some side uphill, op- so this is another example of a too serious problem, which leads to nice nice uh, There uh, We saw Glennis Grace, there she is again, announced on Instagram that she was going to uh, do something about the situation. She called on people to donate clothes and other stuff, which she would personally hand out to the asylum seekers at the Apple.
2: Was she going to go along with her four henchmen and her son? <laughs> to do, to do?
1: She did bring a number of people, but I'm not sure if they, if they, those were the ones uh, included in her gang. Yeah, I wonder. Um, a lot of people on the internet questioned whether she was really acting from the goodness of her heart or, or if it was simply a PR stunt to polish her tainted image. And when she arrived in Apple, she simply started to hand everything out at the side of the road, which caused even more chaos uh, over there. And a day later, eight organizations said they were unhappy with the uncoordinated way Glennis Grace had operated and asked people not to come to uh, Ter Apple on their own initiatives the real uphef though was that daily talk show Op 1 made a lot of people raise their eyebrows after it announced they would have a special Ter Apple themed episode broadcasting live from the tent camp outside the asylum seeker center
0: who thought this was a good idea who (laughs) thought this was a good idea (laughs)
1: The episode was uh, filled with guests working in and around the Apple and that was their official uh, excuse. They said, well, we are going to invite a lot of people who work there and the Apple is so far from Hilversum that uh, yeah, we could better just have the, the, the episode broadcast from there. So that would save them a lot of uh, 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 travel time. Uh, but still... Um, the the, the op have literally exploded when during the live broadcast a group of asylum seekers emerged behind the tall fences set up around the talk show table. Many people called the decision to broadcast from their apples shameless and wondered if we could sink any lower. Um, yeah, the explosion of outrage I saw on the internet during that broadcast was just some an un- unprecedented I think yeah. I've never seen something like that. Um, I don't think OpAin has apologized uh, in any way for this. They still stand behind their decision. Mm. But yeah, it was yeah just just painful to watch yeah the
2: thing is the image of these kind of renter renter gob pundits who were sitting there at a table with with glasses of wine i think in front of them yeah, if i'm not yeah. mistaken and castingles while the yeah. you know, the refugees were sort of standing who probably were lucky if they'd got half a glass of water that day or that week even uh, were kind of standing behind these fen- these sort of high fences designed to keep them out it was like you know if, 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 if you would said, Siri, show me an, an image of apartheid, uh, that, that's probably what she, what she would have come up with. But.
0: I did see people photoshopping um, images from previous uh, crimes against humanity, such as the Second World War and the activities there behind the uh, Alpain, uh screen, and was rather amused by this because it seems absurd to me that you could think, as an entire television broadcast production not just like one dude who's like out there who's like maybe made a bad call that this was like a good plan my on the fenceness about whether this is all pef or not is that the story behind this is so tragic that it almost makes me want to like rule it out but this was a personal favorite all of the year
2: yeah yeah, 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 I agree. I, yeah, I think this particular incident was was absolutely opf just because of the sheer because of the sh- instant, the, the instant backlash that uh, erupted the, the second yeah. that uh, these refugees appeared yeah. behind the fence. Yeah. I just,
0: I can't imagine thinking that this was a good like who thought this was a good idea? Well, we'll get yeah, to who a-
2: signed it off. You know, yeah. it's one of these things where you have a whole. You can imagine a whole committee yeah. room full of people who all sit around the table and say, "Yes, this would be a good." powerful statement to make
0: i don't i don't understand this (laughs) i mean we're gonna get to the other one that i think who signed off on this so apparently this is a common
1: thing in fact i believe that that's coming up right now okay yes supermarket chain jumbo was responsible for the of the week of uh, week 44 with a world championship around the corner supermarkets in the netherlands are traditionally embroiled in an orange merchandise merchandise war, uh, fighting to create the biggest hype among football fans. There were, however, a number of sensitivities surrounding the choice of this year's World Cup host, to say the least, so supermarkets were a bit reluctant to advertise as enthusiastically as they'd normally do. Uh, There was one exception, though, and that was Jumbo. Uh, They launched its uh, orange advertisement campaign first. Fans could get an orange sweater vest after buying enough groceries. The special commercial featuring artists such as Gerard Joling, rapper Donny and uh, Jan Schmidt uh, was first aired on TV and immediately it caused a lot of uphef. The singers could be seen partying on a construction site and also dancing the kanga with construction workers. People on the internet said showing dancing construction workers was outrageous given that an estimated 6,500 workers from India, Pakistan, Bangladesh and Sri Lanka have died in Qatar while working on the construction of the stadiums. Human rights organizations joined in criticizing the supermarket and the op became so large that Jumbo decided to pull the ad the next day. The decision to produce and air the commercial is especially strange, given that Jumbo had said the previous month that it was fully aware of the sensitivities around the World Cup in Qatar and had promised to make careful considerations on how to tap into the orange fever this year. Um, But yeah, they... uh, Failed dramatically yeah, they, in uh, they carefully there anyway. considering what they or were did doing. they
0: carefully consider it and just come to the conclusion that this was the best idea? <laughs> <laughs> we, that
1: they thought there's no way we can we can we can handle this properly, so we can just do it in the most outrageous way uh, imaginable. Yeah, and uh, I
0: mean, do we think that that this has any this decision has anything to do with the fact that the jumbo C suite was all sitting in jail for like money laundering <laughs> stuff? And then, like some twenty four year old intern. Their yeah. First year marketing ex- assistant was the one who signed off on this plan.
1: <laughs> they wanted to divert the attention from that. Yeah, yeah probably, yeah. maybe. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I don't know, but yeah, it's. Um, 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 uh, we will have a, uh, a a link to to uh, a snippet of that video. we uh, will put it in the liner notes, uh, and and you can see it for yourself. But it just seems so, so completely yeah tone deaf to uh, to 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 include these dancing construction workers in a conga yeah. wild uh, yeah, yeah. It, it does seem bizarre when you think that in
2: the run-up to the world cup there's already so much kind of sensitivity and a lot of people sort of feeling why like you should that any that either there should be no publicity at all or that any publicity should be quite toned down and modest and the whole d66 idea of having adverts <laughs> about human rights at half time on the big screens so there's always already kind of you know quite clear culture of um you know, we we, we should be uh, we should proceed with caution here, and then to, to still manage to produce this advert in the yeah. in the midst of all that is is, is quite staggering. And there are probably still people at Yumbo who think privately that it was a good idea, and it uh, you know because there's no such thing as bad publicity, right?
0: Or like That's that, people right. are just being also- too sensitive, like you know.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, there were also a lot of comments on the internet of people uh, saying that we are too sensitive and, uh, about this and uh, they didn't see any problems with it. So you also have that group of people. But I think everyone who <laughs> is in their right mind uh, sees <laughs> that this is not something yeah. that you should do. Did lead to a nice op-ef though. So uh, we are thankful, I, we're grateful for people. I think this for, is for the that.
0: best. This one or the next one are the best op of the year, I think.
1: Mm. Yeah. Now that the pandemic is mostly over and Zwarte Piet has been banned almost everywhere, the country needs something new to polarise over, and this year that thing has slowly but steadily become the wolf. Ever since the wild animal had returned to the Netherlands in 2018, the wolf has stirred heated debates about whether it should have a home in a country that has one of the highest population densities in Europe. And this year, while the number of wolves settling in the Netherlands has kept growing, the discussion has started to reach a boiling point, with proponents and opponents becoming ever more fanatical, loud and hostile towards each other. Farmers in Drenthe, Friesland and Groningen saw over 700 of their sheep killed by wolves this year. Uh, There were also uh, a number spotted several times in residential areas. And uh, we also saw um, uh, some wolves approaching people in National Park de Hoge Veluwe, seemingly begging for food. Uh, there were some wolf fans uh, who are accusing the, na- the National Park of deliberately feeding the wolves to make them tame, so that the animals are approaching humans, and the park would have a pretext to shoot them for being too dangerous. Yeah,
2: yeah I was going to say, was there not also a guy who um, you know, put up a video on Twitter of a wolf chasing his bicycle, and it turned out to actually be just somebody's pet dog that had jumped the yeah. fence in uh, And it wasn't even in, in in the Hochfeilue, it was somewhere up in Friesland.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah we have seen plenty of, of occasions that people think they sp- have spotted a wolf, but it's only a very large dog. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this elaborate scheme of, <laughs> of the national park uh, trying to tame the wolves uh, in order to to have them uh, shot—that that was one that uh, that I was quite amused about. Uh, but if you think this is too ridiculous to be true, then wait until you hear what the, the province of Gelderland had actually come up with to deal with two friendly wolves. They wanted to scare the animals off using paintball guns. That way, the protected animals uh, will not be fatally shot, while they are simultaneously marked so that they won't be hit too often. An environmentalist group went to court over the plan, which was subsequently blocked by the district court of Midden-Nederland. They ruled that the plan was a breach of conservation laws and the National Wolf Plan. And that brings us to yeah, the, uh, the, the the tendency of the Netherlands to bureaucratize everything, including the wolf. We have a national wolf plan, we mm-hmm. have a wolf committee, we have wolf uh, 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 experts that are advising the government on how to deal with wolves. Uh, it's just uh, uh, we would probably have a special division of the blasting dienst for wolves to uh, to pay their taxes. Yeah, to, to
2: declare their paintballs, <laughs> um, the <Yeah>. pellets, <laughs> they can yeah. be taxed. I'm sure those are tax deductible.
1: Yeah. yeah that's right yeah. yeah
2: we are we had we had a wolf committee before we had wolves here as well yes. the wolf committee was yes. set up Very about Dutch. three years before the wolves actually arrived yeah,
0: yeah. i have two yeah. uh fun facts about this um the first being that the uh park director the value park director do you guys know what his name is
1: he is uh is he baron von forst or yes. forst
0: Serge. serger emmanuel baron von vorst tote vorst is this man's name um and he really seems to not like wolves at all he has given a bajillion interviews in which he talks about this the second fun fact is the reason environmentalists are concerned about this is because apparently people think that if the wolves are coated in like weird colored paint their packs will not accept them and they are like social creatures (laughs) and so if they are ostracized yeah that they will die um, and so this is the reason. It's not because they were worried about the wolves being damaged by the paintball pellets. It's because apparently wolves are like mean girls, and if you have the wrong <laughs> colored coat fur on, you will be ostracized <laughs> by your family.
2: I was going to say, are we saying that the wolves would exclude wolves that came that that, that, that were painted in rainbow colors? Are these like trans-exclusionary <laughs> wolves? Because that's a whole yeah. that opens up a whole new kind of worms. Unwoke
1: wolves, yeah. W- uh yeah, yeah. Uh <laughs> I'm very indifferent about the whole wolf thing. I think yeah, I realize that the Netherlands has a huge park and yeah, we can't have too uh two wild too yes yeah, such wild wa- too much wild animals like that in the country. But uh I think the, the pro wolf team and the, the anti-wolf team they're all so tiring that really I am very indifferent about it. I just hope all the wolves will eat uh the 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 the, the anti wolf people uh <laughs> and uh, that the pro wolf uh, people will also be eaten by them because i'm just too tired of this whole wolf discussion
2: yes we we's to the bulls yes yeah. yes, yeah. Thank, yes. You for, thank you thank you
1: maybe that. we should dress them up as as someone's grandma <laughs> or, or, or or as a sheep yeah uh, or a sheep yeah. yeah who knows yeah yeah i'm open to all suggestions uh and to elaborate schemes so uh, baron von forstort forst, forst uh, please come up with uh, with all your ideas i'm open to all of them but we
2: do have a huge thing. insane amount of like deer and things that yeah. wolves like to eat so i think it's only fair that we invite the wolves to the party because otherwise people have to go out and shoot them
0: yeah this seems so. very efficient right why are we paying mm-hmm. money to arm hunters to go out and shoot these deer when you could just it's like the the land the things like why are you mowing the grass when you can just rent some sheep to come eat your grass it's perfect
1: i mean we we do we really want to invite wolves to 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 uh, to flavorland i yes. mean that seems to be uh, the best
2: cruel on the wolves i think, I don't yeah, think it's so.
1: very cool yeah. i think yeah
0: i mean it could we could I, this is called solving you know two two birds one stone situation here i think
1: so we have poldered this entire province only to have wolves hunt deer there. i mean
0: have we considered just releasing the wolves in irk though i'm seeing i mean we yes. gotta get creative with the uh <laughs> yeah. with the suggestions here i
1: think um uh, uh, d- 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 how uh uh how do we think uh is uh is uh friesland still constructing this anti-wolf fence around the, <laughs> the, the province, province or not yeah the whole province yeah is here, which drink is gonna have to pay for like, yeah yeah <laughs> this is true molly by the yes, way <laughs> I, d- I think <laughs> i had really heard about
0: this to- which is absurd yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah. Actually, speaking of Urk, um, I
2: think it was in the news this morning that Urk is going to have um, sooty face peets from next uh, oh next year. It's so it's oh. the, the last bastion of sweaty yeah. is, is forming, which kind of brings us rather neatly into into the last uh, ophef of the of the year. Can, yeah,
1: yeah, you're right. Yeah. Because uh, an important part of the uh, Santa Claus tradition is that every year there must be some sort of ophef surrounding the Dutch equivalent of Santa Claus. Well, actually. Santa Claus is the American equivalent of Sinterklaas, right? Whatever makes you guys feel better. In historic terms. Yeah. Um, In recent years, the traditional op source has shifted from blackface uh, to the uh, Sinterklaas that's the children's TV show in the form of a daily news broadcast covering the adventures of St. Nicholas. As always, Sinterklaas uh, travels in the first week of November to the Netherlands by steamship. And as always, something horrible goes wrong threatening the arrival of Sinterklaas. And this year's storyline was especially dramatic because two days before the Sint was scheduled to arrive in Hellevoetsluis the Sinterklaas episode ended abruptly after Sinterklaas ship, carrying all the presents and and candy could be seen sinking to the bottom of the Gulf of What this is cave.
0: wrong with this country? <laughs>
1: <laughs> the final shot was a mitre floating in the water, <laughs> suggesting that Sinterklaas had drowned. <laughs> <It's just>
0: like, <laughs> I mean, I went to the Efteling for the first time and was like shocked to discover that, like, the little matchstick girl is considered like a fun child's attraction. Like, sure, <laughs> let's go see a cute story about a 12 year old girl freezing to death. That sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> What, what is wrong with you people?
1: Did she had an opportunity to uh, skate on the ice, though.
0: Uh, I did not skate on the ice. I did throw mm-hmm. thing, throw trash in the extremely uh, sexually charged trash cans that are at the Efteling, uh, oh. and yeah, you didn't throw them in the mouth of
2: Monsieur Cannibal. Yeah, yeah. no, he's the cannibal is <laughs> gone
0: though. They've uh, that's oh, is he gone? the wokes right. have gotten to the Efteling. Cannibal is gone. All there right. are still some other real questionable. Uh,
2: still so some things that need to be cancelled yeah there's some
0: things that need to be cancelled um but the little matchstick girl i found particularly upsetting as you're like walking through with a bunch of six-year-olds who are just like very excited to see a little girl freeze to death which is what you see there mm. yeah.
1: going back to a though uh, parents were furious at the public broadcaster they as said they that their kids be. were shocked shocked by the episode and complained that their traumatized children couldn't sleep and were crying all night in their beds However, the next day, it was revealed that the Sint had survived the sinking of his ship and had found a different mode of transportation in the form of an airplane, and that caused more upheaval in turn by environmentally sensitive parents, saying that Sinterklaas should not have used the plane in times of climate change, and uh, he should have set the right example and have gone by train, even though it would have taken him several days to travel from where he was to uh, to uh, Slice. And he would have had to take a train um, through
0: Belgium, which is a human yeah, rights violation. Yeah. Uh, and you've,
1: and he had to stand in the train as well yeah. because there were yeah, no seats. No t- and yeah.
0: he didn't buy a ticket in time, so.
1: Yeah, and they also completely forgot about the fact that he would otherwise have used a literal coal-driven steamship <laughs> to come to <laughs> the Netherlands. Minor detail. So I think yeah. I think a plane is uh, more environmentally friendly than uh, than a steamship though. Eventually Sinterklaas arrived on time, but he did need a new ship and an online competition for the name of Puck's boat's 12 replacement was immediately announced. Yeah, was it won so, by
2: Zislaw Szyman?
1: I'm sure it did. <laughs> I tried to look this up if there was uh, th- there was already a winner announced, but there wasn't. So, um, yeah, I'm ca- kind of doubting that if they it did that they actually uh did put out a competition, but if they did, uh, say would have definitely won. Yeah,
2: or Pucky's boat with Pucky's boat face.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I do have a out uh, amoude coaster though, and I think I will include it in uh, in, the, in in the prize. Oh, you definitely so, should. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So uh, not one but two prizes that uh, that are given to the winner of the uh, of the of the voter of uh, of the OPF of the year. Hmm. And that brings us to the nominations. Who do we think? Uh, who who are we going to nominate? Um, I think I'm gonna go first to Molly. Molly what's your favorite I won. am
0: going to continue to rig elections around here and insist on getting two <laughs> and I want the wolves uh, and mm, yeah, the teraple the open up teraple
1: situation <laughs> pools yeah. And up to apple, can you ex- explain a little bit why?
0: I mean, the wolves, I think, is a classic. The classic ophef, right? Like this is a thing. Nobody shot any wolves. Nothing bad actually happened. This was just a lot of people like blowing a lot of smoke on Twitter. Um, and it's completely died down and gone away because, of course, yeah. it has. Um,
2: yeah. and, and also it caused outrage on all sides, yeah. right? You're like out, the people bad. who didn't want the wolves and the people who did want yeah. the wolves Everybody and the people bad. who just... I love it. And, and the people who got upset about the wolves having their their, their rights to have um, uh, monochrome, monochrome coats uh, breached as well. Yeah.
0: Um, and yeah. then the opane is the classic, how did this get by? Oh, maybe I want the Polonaise. Mm. No, I'm gonna stick with the jumbo commercial. No, I'm gonna stick with the uh the, yeah, the, yeah. now, the, uh, the thing. It is the classic okay. how did this get approved all peff. Like who thought that this yes. was okay? And I think it's always good to have a like how did we get here situation.
1: Okay, very good. Uh Gordon, what's your pick?
2: I'm kind of uh, sort of a split between two uh, both involving Jumbo, either the Jumbo Polonaise. Um I think yeah. Or the Glennis Grace Glenn fight. The rem,
0: as well. Yeah, I think as the representative of Yumbo on this podcast, you have to. Uh, <laughs> You're you the have only to person who set that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's job. P- we could have also picked uh, two Hema-related op uh, The the hot dog. Uh, uh, no. The the chicken hot dogs and the sex toys. But uh, uh, maybe I should have picked one one Hema. One Hema. One There's Haim- o- no there's Haim- 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 no Albert
2: Hanger. Haim- no, because Albert Heijn Haim- Haim- is Haim- the superior
0: grocery store, as we have discussed.
2: Yes, Have you made your decision? Yeah, I'm going. I'm going to have the um. Yeah, I'm going to have the World Cup commercial.
1: The World Cup commercial, yeah. good. Then I don't have to choose that one. Um, and what are you going to pick, Paul? Yeah, I'm I'm sort of torn uh, between um, the phone booths and uh, the Jeff Bezos bridge. Mm. Um, I like them both very much. Uh, but uh, and and if Gordon wasn't going to pick the uh, the jumbo uh, uh, World Cup commercial then uh, I would have been uh, torn between three uh, <laughs> items but I think I'm gonna go for the Jeff Bezos bridge ah. just because of how bizarre. Uh, and strange it is that Jeff Bezos causes op in Rotterdam with dismantling a monumental bridge. I mean, if you had asked an AI (laughs) generator to come up with something like this, then he wouldn't have (laughs) done it because it's just so outrageous, I think. so I think the outrageousness of of the bridge is uh, is 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 the one that um, attracts me the most. Even though I think uh, the the phone booth needs an honorary yeah. mention. Yeah, so you um, see, yeah, I, I, I was kind good. of
2: uh, actually deliberately leaving the phone booth alone because I expected you to pick yeah. it. So uh, mm. yeah. it's a classic small choice
0: too, because this is like an yeah. infrastructure. It's like a civil engineering <laughs> all path which is you know his passion project. Yeah, but also
2: involves the parliament yeah. and that uh, terrible yeah. building. So yeah.
1: yeah no uh, no, i mean just um, insist on um, getting
0: two and then we have five i mean there's no rules we make up the rules it's fine
1: that's right i insist on two i will i will pick the jeff bezos bridge um and so do i only uh, get one now i mean
0: yeah you you only only get one
1: No, 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 no! Oh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick to the rules. I will pick one. Uh, the Jeff Bezos uh-huh. Bridge. Okay.
0: Th- can I have three, and then you I'll pick s- the uh, phone booths one. No.
1: also. Because <laughs> <laughs> then I'll insist on the second one and pick Lenny's
0: Grace, and we'll end up
2: having
1: to just list all ten. <laughs> okay, fuck it. We have six, <laughs> six uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: nominations.
1: Lenny's Grace as well, and the phone this, booth. Okay. This?
0: election is is less reliable than any of elon musk's twitter polls i mean uh,
2: (laughs) i I I think it's appropriate that uh, being in the netherlands we're gradually increasing the number of uh, choices at at, at every at every subsequent election because you know
1: (laughs) eventually we'll need a size. (laughs)
2: in a couple of years every literally every voter will be able to pick their own op yeah
1: Yeah. (laughs) i wonder what jesus leif would pick uh
0: the Hamadildos, maybe
1: I'm sure they would, yeah. of butt
0: plugs, of butt plugs.
1: Yeah, Yeah. as long as they're cross-shaped. Yeah, I think that's That's it. This is the uh, Dutch News uh, Podcast uh, End of the Year Special, the op of of the Year Awards uh, Special. uh, As I said, you can vote for one of the six nominees. (laughs) We intended to have three, but there are six now, (laughs) apparently, for some reason. Um, They're they're, they're all
2: split. It's, It's been like internal... No fights between the contenders. No. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: I mean, we could just um, have a, th- a seventh choice, which is the Hank Kroll partai, if you want. <laughs>
1: no, 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 we, we can't. So, no, we just keep with it six. Um, yeah, you you can uh, find the link in the liner notes, and if you want to win one of the prizes, then uh, yeah, you can uh, add your email uh, address uh, as well. Um, we'll rele- reveal the winner. I think uh, January sixth. That's the first episode we have uh, in the next year. Don't we, Gordon? I uh, think so,
2: right? Yeah, except I won't be there. So oh. you are going to ask Robin. Okay, so. then Yeah, so you I'm
1: must be there. So the winner will be announced, uh, the the one after that. So that's January on 13th. On Friday the 13th. Yeah. Seems yes, fitting. Yeah. Friday the 13th. Yeah. Yeah. Seems very fitting. Uh, thank you, Gordon. Thank you, Molly, for joining us. Uh, as ever, we will see you back next year, I think. And... Um, Uh, thank you for listening and also a special thanks to uh, all our Patreon supporters because uh, without you we wouldn't be able to keep this horrible podcast afloat (laughs) so uh, thank you uh, we will sink faster than Sinterklaas' (laughs) steamship exactly (laughs) thank you for putting the three very tall masts on this uh, podcast boat uh, and uh, yeah thank you and then guiding you through the Zeislaus yes and uh, hope you have a very nice uh, Christmas break and uh, see you all next year